Good evening, everybody. This is uh, your host, John Law, with the fifth episode of the Dark Matter Myth podcast, dedicated to you fucking haters out there. So I say to myself, I say, damn, John, why, where's this energy coming from with these people, right? And then at a loss... I look down to a sticker I've been carrying with me for quite a few weeks now. And the sticker comes from a poem I I wrote, a haiku rather I wrote for Martin Luther King Day one year. And the haiku was actually included in uh, the page of haikus in the first episode. And it went something like this. Chasing your birthrights often leads to your hatred, then your martyrdom. And it hit me like, damn, man. These motherfuckers, you know, they hate me because I'm me. Because <laughs> which is fine, man. You know, taking a step back. I may be the first person you hate, but you won't be the first or last person that ever hates me. You know, I've been hated since I was a little fucking boy, man. I've been hated since kindergarten, you know? I was hated when I, I was the kid without the the uh, standard book bag. I was hated when I was a kid with the weird shoes. I was hated. I was hated before I was born, nigga. I was hated. I was hit. I was hated and hit. You know what I mean? In the womb. Before I was even born, I was assaulted, my man. My female friend. (laughs) Whoever you are. Whoever the hater is. You know? I've been beat down so many times, man. But growing up where I grew up and how I grew up, you know, it was customary. You know, I've grown accustomed to getting my ass whipped. You know what I'm saying? Man, I've been shoved, kicked, pummeled. I've been broken. (laughs) Or at least attempted to. You know what I'm saying? I got scars. Back of my head. Plates in my face. Broken bones I won't ever heal right. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, you know what I'm saying? I'm in a gym. Getting my ass whipped on these mats. Putting in work. You know what I'm saying? Earning that purple belt I just, I earned. You know what I'm saying? So... You know, haters, get in line, motherfucker. Get in line. And feel free to give me a reach around while you're behind. Because <laughs> I'm going to just keep doing me, bro. Now, excuse me as I get a little bit more introspective. Um, As a child... It was easy to hate. I remember I remember some of the first things that would help me cultivate hate 
world religion. And I remember how superior I felt compared to everybody else who wasn't a Christian. I felt like I was doing everything correctly and I was able to look down on people because I was such a Christian. You know, four or five years old, I remember this. I rode that wave up until maybe my early 20s, you know, the Christian wave, the uh, superior wave, the, uh, the wave of indoctrination. And eventually I was free enough to step out of it. Another realm that helped me um, hate others was my nationality. You know, you know, I'm a African-American. I'm not the darkest of them, but I'm also a Puerto Rican American. And while, you know, I, I really don't have too many connections with that, um, with that side of things, I, uh, I went through a superiority complex with that too, because when you're growing up in New York City and you're a Puerto Rican, you're like, oof. You know, yeah, 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 running with the fucking bulls, man. But, um, you know, Puerto Ricans are interested, man. And they do everything under the guise of, um, their flag. And if, if you pay attention, one thing that's interesting is, you know, when Puerto Ricans celebrate, for instance, I got a homegirl who just won her match, right? Her name's Johnny. She just won her, her MMA match. And, uh, you know, when she when she won, first thing she did was whip out that Puerto Rican flag. You know what I'm saying? It was there. I remember I used to have the beads with the, with the bandana. You know? And, um, you know, I always felt like I could just whip that thing out. And it made me better than others. I've witnessed even when uh, a couple of people I know died, you know, when, when Puerto Ricans die, some of them, they're buried with the flag like the country died. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's the same when they're born. You know, when they're born, they wrap them in a flag. And when they die, they wrap them in a flag. You know, I haven't seen that on every instance, but I've seen it. And, it, you know, it, it makes me curious to ask the question um what do we own because if we owned our own brands or what have you if we didn't look to others would we need the flag as a crutch and a lot of the times you know the flag is a crutch you know you know nationalism speaks like this my people are better than your people <laughs> and that doesn't make any sense to me um, however I'll say this the history of Puerto Rico is dynamic and the um, the way the, 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 the races have come together and the grouping of the indigenous, the uh, European and the Africans um, in reference to the, the, 
food, music, and even the um, the physical beauty of the people is something to behold, and you won't get it in a lot of other places. But with that being said, um, you know we gotta be careful. We gotta be careful with uh, what we do and what we use as a crutch and how we hold these crutches, um, how we use these crutches as a tool of superiority over others. You know, looking back, I remember in grade school, they would call me a hater. Oh, you such a fucking hater, John. Why are you always hating? And a lot of it was not just hate. I wasn't impressed. Like, a lot of things in which I'm a witness to, I'm not impressed by. I'm not impressed by a lot of music. I'm not impressed by your food. I'm not impressed by what you fucking wear, right? I'm not impressed with how big your TV is. I'm not impressed by your jewelry. I'm not impressed by your fucking car, right? I'm not impressed by these things. And it uh, it dawned on me that I'm really attracted to um, fine arts, high quality arts. So much so, I can't even listen to the radio nowadays. You know what I'm listening to in a car? Classical, bro. Just because I don't know where the music is going. Just because there's a level of spontaneity there. Just because I understand the people behind the work have amassed years worth of experience. And, you know, I know odds are that they're not on cocaine doing this, you know. That's neither here or there. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm attracted to finer things. Not so much material things, but, you know, things that require um, expertise. So when you get me or you invest in anything I do, a product or whatever that is, there's going to be a level of expertise there you can't get from your regular person um, just dabbling in it all. Um, on that note, however, I am working with what I have. And what I have is really not a lot. But I'm making do. And I'm absolutely convinced that if uh, we keep moving forward together... I'll be able to show you and how I can change the world or um, simply just inspire others. You know, ref referencing back at that time when I was younger and people would go, man, you're such a hater, you know. While I may have been um, attracted to finer arts and stuff, there, there was some truth to that, right? But I was dealing with hatred that was passed into me and through me. So, yeah, you know, I could have been a hater, but it wasn't of my own volition. I was just transferring energy and a lot of the energy that was given to me as a susceptible pupil was hatred. And that was even in school, you know through family, through school, and, uh, you know, through the way I've seen other people treat themselves, you know, a lot of that hatred rubs off, 
and obviously um, it's still rubbing off through people want the people like me today you know considering that we're dedicating this podcast to haters one thing that um is uh is evident you know when we look at hip-hop when we look at people in the united states is uh hatred towards one another you know uh this form of hip-hop that we've been dabbling in and witnessing and is being pushed on us by whichever corporation is engulfed in hatred self-hatred how many times has your favorite artist killed another brother you know how many times has your favorite artist moved drugs from a to b how many times has your favorite artist influenced their listener to do something that'll put them in jail you know this is hatred not only is this hatred for your audience self-hatred and um it's definitely something that we continue to deal with you know i.e we know if uh i'd hate to do this but if if uh will smith was walking up to motherfucking woody allen or something he probably wouldn't have slapped him but it's all right to slap chris rock because he's another black man black male excuse me he's another black man you know one thing um that's interesting is a tidbit of information i ran into yesterday and yesterday i took it upon my information just to make sure i do things like this and i'll go back and i'll read the constitution of the confederacy so the confederacy was the southern part of the united states that um segregated itself succeeded is the word they use and became its own nation and in that constitution one thing they do is highlight along with blacks being three-fifths of a person and they do that in the north also but they make it a point not to directly obtain slaves from Africa, right? So they don't want any more African slaves. It's illegal, but all slaves are black. What this means is that all future slaves that were born would be the descendants of people who were already American slaves. And if you play this experiment long enough, you're going to create a certain type of individual on a mass scale. And it's going to affect the people on a genetic level. And this was proven true with... um, Israel, they um, founded a study that said, yes, trauma can be transmitted through the genes of um, afflicted parents. 
and they use this to um, obtain reparations. They use this to show um, how trauma would be passed down generationally on a subconscious level. And I thought, wow, what we got to do is look here. You know, the Holocaust was less than a decade. You know, we got a fucking 400 year experience slash experiment that went on here and it's still being pushed forward, you know? So I wanted to bring that up in lieu of hatred, you know? So to further that, what I push won't be hatred. It's going to be provocative. It's going to be um, mind-altering. If you're open enough for it, it's going to be um, worth watching and worth remembering. But it definitely won't be grounded in hatred or fear. It'd be grounded in uh, benefiting all parties involved. This next issue, Trapped. Man, uh, you know, it's going to be a lot better than the first issue. The first issue, man, people really liked it. And some people didn't appreciate it. (laughs) But you know what? Uh, I'm doing everything in a vein of hip-hop. Now, if you don't understand what hip-hop is, that's fucking on you. If you don't understand what you're listening to, what the people who are responsible for this art think, you know, then that's on you. If you're just some fucking dude who listens to rap music and then hear a couple of things and then go out and vote for fucking Donald Trump, this ain't for you, man. You know what I'm saying? This ain't for you. In fact, it's not even political. But, you know what I'm saying? If, if that's your mindset... This shit definitely ain't for you. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to take it a step further and say, hip-hop ain't for you. So, um, hatred. It's a beautiful thing. And, um, it'd be amazing if I can use this as a fucking launch point. I feel it. But all it do is keep me young. And keep me virile. <laughs> it keeps your woman looking at me, motherfucker. It's John Kai Law. The Dark Matter Myth Podcast. Much love. <laughs>